Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Cool, 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 Cool. Cool down. Cool down. Cool down. Guys, wow, wow, Guys, can you see? Can you see this, guys? This is this is probably I don't know. Sorry, April Fool's joke, but we've got five men in the house tonight. I don't think this has happened quite often this year, but uh, we've got Wonga Denga. The man who lost at Selhurst Park. Then we've got Nick Stothard, uh, the man who uh, bubble has burst a little bit. Um, and then we've got Matt. I think Matt is only back because he's Team 151. Um, wearing, a, wearing, a, wearing a throwback jersey. Not even, jersey. So. Not even so. And then we've got Claudio, uh, the Mr. Title Race himself, Mr. Quadru- Mr. Quadruple himself. Uh, he's back in the changing room. Uh, but yeah, how are you guys doing? Good, very good. We did a good uh, job okay, front. Son. Yeah. Are you guys good? Are you guys good? Are you guys no, good? Wonga, good are you good? Back. Wonga, are you good? Are you good, Wonga? Are you? Nah, are you, we you have your, we're okay. We're do you okay. Have, do you have your gloves like this, or do you have your gloves like this, Wonga? Like this or like this? Like this. This is how the gloves are going, boy. You know, they hit you with on the ropes, KO. You know, Vera, Vera hit you with. A different type of punch that we spoke about that he that Vera apparently hit on Adalka that you said in the previous show. What did he? <laughs> <laughs> what did he remember what he said. What did he say? Lelong, Lelong, what? Lelong, so yeah. Just for, come Lelong. on, give give context there. So Matt, what he's saying was once Adalka got cheeky in the Arsenal change room. And Vieira just gave him a death stand, whooped out his Lelong and smacked him on the forehead. It's well documented. <laughs> the thing that I wasn't sure about, the thing I wasn't sure about was they said they were both standing in the shower. So how he managed to get up there is, I, I don't know. I feel like I have <laughs> another Marvel release coming shows up. You long, oh, yeah. Shows you how long the thing was. I think <laughs> the question is, no, I think the most impressive part is he didn't even use his hands to do that. He still had his yeah. shower gel in one hand and a beer in the other. It was all hip motion. <laughs> Thanks for coming through, guys. Um, and yeah, guys, all the people in the comment section, don't forget to, to throw in your comments so you guys can be a part of the, tonight's show. Um, and yeah, like, subscribe on, on, on YouTube, you know, on all our socials, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, yeah, and um, let's let's if you guys have a drink in your hand, just say cheers as well. I know Nick's got a drink in his hand. Uh, Matt's got a darling brew there. Nick has got nah. some sort of a beer. Or I've got no, a beer I don't have anything. I have nothing. Nothing. Nah, I'm working, bro. I'm working. And and Claudia, Claudia's got pump water. And um, while while we're on the drinking matter, uh, yeah, there's something that's going to be happening with another YouTuber um, that Claudia and I are going to be doing. So um, just watch out for it. We, we uh, Claudia and I might get a bit hammered, but yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see about it. Uh, let's just start with, I think, just start with. It's the simpler stuff, the more relaxed stuff in the Premier League that's happening in the, you know, the title race before we get onto the top four battle um, and the relegation battle, which I think, Nick, are you part of the relegation battle or not? Uh, but yeah, Claudio, <laughs> um, title race hotting, uh, hotting up there. Um, you know, Liverpool won 2-0 against, uh, against Watford and uh, Man City beat Burnley 2-0. So let's start, let's start definitely with the, with the 2-0 to, to Liverpool against Watford. 
Yeah, gentlemen, I don't think uh, there's much surprise there apart from Wonga just getting it all wrong this weekend. So if you're just if you're placing your bets according to what Wonga said, you were in deep trouble over the weekend. But yeah, routine victory. Watford did make them work for it. Let's not lie. Let's not kid ourselves. I think Roy Hodgson has made them a bit solid at the back, which is fantastic. And I think uh, Saar, there's a good reason Saar is linked to a couple of the bigger sides because he makes yeah. fantastic runs in behind and he did cause Liverpool some trouble and they had one or two chances. But at the end of the day, Liverpool managed to rotate some players, save save their squad for this evening's game against Benfica and also getting ready for the Manchester City game over the weekend. So yeah, the routine victory in the end. Obviously sealed it late with the penalty um, by Fabinho coming off the bench. But yeah, done. Put the pressure on Man City. And Man City obviously responded quite well. So it's going to be interesting. I think it moves, momentum moves over into the Champions League this evening with regards to... What is it? Atletico Madrid hosting, uh, I mean, Atletico Madrid going to Man City. So I think that if I, if I was Liverpool or Man City, I'd be happier to be Liverpool tonight than I would be Man City. So let's see what happens. But yeah, as far as the game comes, I, there's not much to say. It was routine. was routine. was routine. Just, yeah. just like that routine. They are looking out for Liverpool. You know, yeah, wasn't no, there all a routine. Wasn't there yeah, they are looking out for Liverpool always. Look for anything, boy. Every time, anything, they look. I think with regards to Liverpool, though, this is the sort of type of performances they need to keep putting in. Um, You know, even if they're not the most exciting performances, they need to just keep winning Um, because they can't afford to drop because, you know, if one drops, the other team's going to take advantage of that. So out of the two of them, they probably, uh, Man City and Liverpool, see themselves in in a position where, they can't, they can't lose or they can't drop points. So, yep. um, you know, that's almost going to be like a cup final when they play each other uh, because I don't see anyone one else dropping points at this point. No, no, de- definitely, definitely. And yeah, as, as I said, Man City won 2-0 against, against Burnley. So that was quite a, I guess, a routine. That was, that was more of a routine victory for, for Man City where I think they probably should have scored a lot more goals um, on the, on, on the yeah. evening the pub. The pub team, you know, Matt's favorite, Matt's second team, uh, Burnley. The guy he has a he has a drink with at the pub before the game. Uh, they could it's just because I feel could. like if I drank more, I could make the Burnley team. <laughs> you could, you probably could, you probably could, you probably could. So they they they, they lost to to Man City. Their relegation battle. We thought they could probably uh, be, yield better results in the game, but just in 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 all honesty, guys, I, I want to get your sense on who do you think. Um, will take the title. Uh, we know that this week is very important because it's got the big game on Sunday um, at 5.30 on on, uh, on the 10th. Wonga, what do you think? Man City must take it. Must. <laughs> and no, I think, no, I think, I think they will. will. Must. <laughs> yes, must. Wonga giving it. Wonga gives yeah. his prediction based on what he wants to happen, not based on what he... Yeah, yeah. He it's analyzes. an emotive just... kind of... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I think I think Man City will do it. I mean, um, yeah, I think it will also then also come down to that match against Liverpool. Um, I think Liverpool and Man City. I don't think they'll drop any point. I mean, when they're playing this weekend, is it still? Yep, on Sunday. Okay, so yeah, but yeah, it's too late for that. I was going to say that I don't think they'll drop points until they meet each other, and I think that's that's happened. And yeah, this will be the decider. It will be a tight game. Um, yo. But I do see. I think Man City can can be the can come up on top. Man City. Um, yeah, Matt, I think they will come up on top. Matt, who do you, who do you think will take it? So I, I agree that I think this game is going to be hugely decisive, and just with that in mind, 
I think there's a possibility Pep could overthink it. You know, you look at Pep's True, history with City, cool. Pep in the in the Champions League finals, Pep in the big games. He, I think he could go into this game overthinking it, give Liverpool the advantage, and then Liverpool could steamroll this thing. Although Liverpool still have to play Spurs, and I probably need to do a Wonga there and say <laughs> that I visualised Spurs winning that game, and then thank you, man. Throwing yeah, a yeah, you in Liverpool. So I think it could. <laughs> Look, neither of them have got an easy run. They've got also bear in mind Liverpool have still got quite a lot of football to play because of the yeah. the, the, the number, the, the fact that they're also they're still in the Champions League, and all of this talk of quadruple is possibly gonna um, have them do things like, for example, they've got to be a hundred percent on tonight, and if yep. if tonight's a taxing game, they're going to be potentially drained going into the City game. So, not an easy one to call. I I I feel like Liverpool could pip this though. I think. I think they've got momentum. I think Klopp has kind of figured out some... So they, they've been very smart in previous years. They've been very dependent upon that Firmino, Salah, Mane front three. They've kind of... They've changed that up a little bit. Like, I know Sam mentioned Salah's form dipping. And I think in previous seasons, that would have been decisive. Yeah. But I think now Liverpool have found some some alternative ways of scoring goals. They've proven themselves really exciting in the final third. And also really solid at the back again, which they weren't for when we saw them dropping off and having a tough time with Van Dijk's injury and stuff, that was where they were struggling. And this season they found that solidity at the back again. Perhaps not with the consistency they did in the the the, the, the Premier League winning season, but mm. certainly mm. better than they were in the defence season. So I think if I was a betting man, which I'm definitely not in this case because it's very too, it's way too tight to call, I would give I would I would say Liverpool. Okay. Okay. Uh Nick well, well, yeah, who's, who's, your, who's your money on? I think Liverpool to win the title, Man City to win the Champions League. I think that's how it's going to unfold. Because um, then everyone's I mean, happy, you know? I think Man City fans will, will definitely take that. And I think Claudio will definitely take that today. If you give that as an option to Claudio right now, given the Premier League and lose the Champions League, Claudio will <laughs> bite, bite your Don't be greedy, right Claudio. Don't fly too he, close He's to greedy. He wants it all. He wants it all. He wants it all. Let me tell you what I think is going to happen, gentlemen. Wonga, when Wonga goes to fresh legs, right, and, he, and he's coaching his kids, that's routine. When Nick goes on a Tuesday and a Thursday and he reports live from Golanj TV in XP Arena, that's routine. Cello and uh, Matt drinking their darling brew in Devil's Peak, routine. Gentlemen, Liverpool aren't vintage right now, but they are doing routine performances, and that's going to equal to four trophies. Pa-pa! 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 That's what guys, I'm saying. Guys, now, guys, this, 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 I, I just, this is the... That was... This is the first I told time you, ever, to win. This is the first time, <laughs> ever on, first time ever on Goal Lines TV that Claudio has actually said four trophies. Claudio has maintained three trophies. He said that because they've got the League Cup already, he said, we've got the League Cup, we will get the Premier League, and he said he'll get the other one of the, 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 the knockout competitions. Uh, this is the first time he says all four, which is, which is quite brave of him. Uh, but yeah, he's, 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 he's not left anything to chance. But let's see what happens because I think Claudio will win two titles, two trophies this season. He's already won one, so one more for him. I don't know which one. That, I don't know which one is is the other one, but just one more. Celo, all I'm thinking, all I'm thinking is that if Man United ninety nine could get three, 
And I know they say a lot of things need to fall into place. A lot of a lot of things need to align. You know, last minute decisions, referee. Wonga's already said VR is helping Liverpool. That seems to be in their favour. So let's keep that going. Let's hope someone else gets injured at the like Ruben Dias being out for Man City. That's that's a big player for them to be out. Uh, mm-hmm. Kyle Walker being suspended tonight. Let's hope these things build momentum and the right things happen for Liverpool. That's all I'm asking because we. I want 99 of Man United to be a thing of the past. I want that to be a thing of the past. Yeah, only only one English Premier English Premier uh, English Premier League side has done the treble, which is the famous Man United of 1999. Uh, but yeah, uh, let's just say hi to to Pums, uh, Vard, Sam, Warren. Warren is reporting live from Portugal right now. He's enjoying himself. He's taking a bit of a holiday. Um, his old man nice. will be at the at the Benfica and Liverpool game tonight. Uh, but yeah, let's let's I think let's move away from the routine stuff that 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 Tony has mentioned <laughs> in the Premier League, and let's move to a bit more interesting uh, matters in the Premier League. Um, I think Wonga, I think we must just start with <laughs> you. So you know, I think we always have a, a chronological order of Saturday games, Sunday games, Monday games. But I think we should just say top four uh, battle. Who wants it more? Um, and yeah, I think obviously this weekend we saw that Spurs wanted a bit more, but let's start with Wonga before we jump on to, to Matt. And then obviously I think Matt beat Nick. So, you know, they'll have a little bit of a chat about how, about how, <laughs> how it happened. <laughs> Wonga, Wonga, do you want to say yeah. something about, uh, about, uh, your old captain, uh, doing, doing one over you? Don't forget, eh? 2-2 at the Emirates. Yeah, look. 2-2, no, 2-2 at the Emirates, Wonga. 2-2 at the Emirates. 3-0 at Salhurst Park. Um, and and what, what what Matt always used to say, that means they beat you 5-2 this season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, I think uh, it was a good performance by Crystal Palace. In fact, it was... Um, if you looked at it for them, it was almost perfect. Um, Arsenal were... I mean, watching that game was horrible. They were flat. And... Yeah, they were, they were really flat. But also, I think, man, I don't know what. Uh, I, I think also when Tav- Tavares, um, also yeah, not, I don't think he was player. expecting to play. Um, yeah, I, I don't think he was ready for the game. And I probably, probably even himself didn't really expect to play. But I mean, you need to be ready, man. I mean, you're, you're a professional. Um, you, I, I mean, I, I can't, you can't have sympathy for a guy. He needs to be ready to, to, to play. I mean, I think, uh, yeah, he wasn't obviously expecting the, the, the tyranny. Uh, <laughs> I mean, look, the, but yeah, I mean, him kidding. Kidding. You're what, what, so so what happened huh? to Tony? What, what happened to Tony before the game started, Wonga? Can you just give us some information I, on that? I don't. I don't know exactly what happened, but he's tweaked his. He's tweaked. They said he, he tweaked his knee, and then he he told Arteta that look, I, I can't. I can't play. This is it's actually painful. Um, it was it was he's bad. It was it's actually really bad. Yeah. So now they actually like now come out and say. Yeah, he has to come and get an operation, you know. Ooh, but big, again, big blow. yeah, it's a big blow for him and obviously his country. For Arsenal, uh, oh, Arsenal and his way. country. Sorry, uh, but no, like I think, I think um, Tavares, uh, he'll be better the next game if they they start him. But again, it looked like you could see he wasn't ready to start. Um, poor defending, and I think even the the the, the I use goal as well um, came from him. Uh, very, very simple thing to do. Um, and he's, uh, done completely the wrong thing. I don't know why. But also, I think that the team as well that, um, that, um, that Arteta's fielded, uh, you see this thing of Smith and Udegaard. I would play 
one of them, you know, if there was formation they're playing, I'd play oh, so who'd, one who'd of them, not play? both of them. I would have I would have played Martinelli on the left wing because no, he's no, been so, no, no, so who would you play between Smith Rowe and Urugar is the question. To be honest with you, Celo, I, I, I wouldn't mind any of them. I'd if you had to stop him half time, um, because obviously you know you you need the work rate to be there from the guy playing in that position, I, I wouldn't mind any of them on the field. They do play they do play both well and they're playing they're all both on form now. But you see, he's rotating them, and then oh, sometimes he plays them together. But in this game today, I mean, you're playing you're playing a Smithro, Udogard, Shaka, and Partey, um, and then you play Saka. Everything it was, it was literally every time we got the ball, we're giving it to Saka, and they closed him down the whole time. There wasn't now another option on the other side. Uh, and Smithro, yes, he's a good runner with the ball, but you can even see when he gets the ball, he's trying to run down through the middle. Martinelli. He caused, he caused, we saw against Liverpool, he's causing problems and he always caused problems. He always, always caused problems. And but, I think but what, for me, that was a big that, mistake. What, what, wasn't, wasn't the matter but, the fact that he, he was coming back from South America, coming back to the UK, uh, uh, a part to play? Because obviously he got his, his, um, his debut for Brazil, um, senior side. Um, I think he played one of the games or he was in the squad for both games, you know. So the fact that he has to travel from South America, land in the UK probably on Thursday, Friday. Yes, the game's on Monday. Don't you think that the coach felt, no, I've got other players who were in Europe who've returned quick uh, earlier, um, less travel time, they're fresher. Um, they, they, let us start with these guys because they've been good. Because uh, I think Smith-Rowe and Saka, Smith-Rowe is the second leading goal scorer for Arsenal this season. And Odegaard is obviously a creator. They thought, let's start with these guys. You know, you're not playing, you aren't playing Chelsea, you aren't playing Arsenal, you aren't playing Man United, you're playing Crystal Palace. And you should but beat Palace I... with, with, with the starting lineup that you had. But you lost 3 0. And you, you lost like, comprehensively. Flat. Comprehensively. Look, comprehensively I... Won yeah. Yeah, no, look, I, I, I can see you lost comprehensively. Um, but again, I, 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 yeah, I'll just say number one is I don't agree with the starting lineup. I think I still think Martinez could have played. But what you're saying is also true: is that they were flat. They were like he was. There was nothing going for us there. And then even bringing on, bringing on, uh, who's this? Inketia. Uh, I think that's when I was like, yeah, look, I think this game's over. You know, and as as I got down to my bed. There's the third goal getting in the net. I, I hear it on my phone. Notification. But, but, uh, but it was but bad. It was a poor performance all around. I can't w- even w- lie to w- you. Wonga, w- let's 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 save that voice for a uh, voice of yours for, for, for when when you rant later on. So you can save some some <laughs> of your notes for, for the rant later on. But but guys, what do you guys think about, about Arsenal's Arsenal's performance? Um, you know, I think I think maybe maybe let me just bring in another another um, question mark that I saw on social media, guys. What do you guys think about what's just come up on the screen? Not winning mm. it, but a candidate. Mm. Not winning, but mm. a candidate. Because I think you have to have three three candidates or three nominations, right? So I, I would assume that Jurgen Klopp and uh, Pep Guardiola will be the, the two um, front runners. But just to have someone else who's done well this season, is would Vieira be that third person? Nick? Uh, I, think, I think just in terms of what he's... Uh, what type of team... Crystal Palace were before he took over. Um, he's definitely he definitely has to be in with a shot, in with a mi- in, in the mix of of potentially becoming a candidate because under Roy Hodgson they were a pragmatic team that probably just survived every year, and his mandate was pretty much to 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 make the team survive. Um, now with with the Vieira, he's completely transformed the way they play, and you know they brought brought in some good players. And I wouldn't I wouldn't say. 
yeah, like you say, Sil, I don't think he'll win it. Um, but but potentially uh, a candidate if he can finish in the top 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 ten, top eight, um, which seems quite likely at this point. Um, you know, the the two front runners obviously will be your 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 Peps and your 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 Jurgens, but uh, you know Vieira uh, has done outstandingly for his first job um, and and for first job in the Premier League. But what will be interesting is to see if he can kick on next year. Um, you know, he might have this this sort of bounce in, in his first season. Can he go one better and, and potentially challenge for a European spot? You know, he's not out of it. He could potentially get Europe with um, an FA Cup uh, victory, um, which is an outside, outside, um, outside no, that's possibility. True. They're still in the hunt, um, But I mean, if he had to go win the FA Cup and finish ninth, you know, why not? You could maybe even give him the award um, because Liverpool and Man City should be finishing the top two, especially with what competition they've had this season. No, definitely, I agree. Yeah. I agree. So, and and for someone who at the beginning of the season had Vieira as his, one of his three managers that were going to be relegated, <laughs> Matt, what do you think of of of, of yeah. the other the other London teams uh, managers uh, being nominated for manager of the year? So look, I mean, I, I have to I have to I have to put my hand up and say I got it wrong about him. I think the problem is my view of him was tainted by what Arsenal are today. And not what Arsenal were when he was there, and that was just unfair of me. And and, and you know, to that I have to say, um, you know, Vieira is not Arsenal anymore. What Arsenal is now is very different to where what it was when he was there. And he's been a fantastic manager there. I think he inherited a side that needed a, not just a new manager; they needed very much a change of identity and a change of the way they play. And he's done yeah. that really well. They they're a completely different side. Um, they're no longer so heavily dependent on Zaha in one player. They've got some really exciting attacking options. They approach each game really tactically astute. And I think, you know, whether or not he'll win it, whatever, I think it's clear that of the outside of the the sort of top six managers, he's the one who's who's really lit stuff up and, and has shown that consistency as well. Because there's been other managers who've had good little runs. Um, you know, Brentford had a fantastic run of form, but they've, they've, they've obviously gone off the ball. They've got a much smaller squad. First season of the Premier League, very different situation. Um, Gerard hit the ground running at Villa, but he's also finding that it's not as easy as it was his first few weeks. Um, Frank Lampard is yet to start at Everton. He's still waiting to decide when yeah. he's going to manage there. Um, <laughs> and I think, um, so I think that, yeah, the outside, he's definitely had, uh, he's been hugely impressive and it's been really, and it's been fun to see, you know, I think it's, it's nice to see Palace playing exciting football because they do have some exciting attacking talent. They've got some really interesting players. Um, the, the, you know, outside of Zaha, they've got, they've got a lot of really, the, the way they play also, it's very front foot, it's very attacking. And I think to Wonga's yeah. point, it's not so much about the lineup that Arsenal played. It was the fact that they got there very lazily. And I think mm. when you don't go up against Palace with intensity, they're going to run around you. They're going to find space. If you're not, if you're not fully on it, they're, they're going to take advantage. And I think they just got there with the wrong. And maybe partly it's to do, you know, we've talked in previous seasons about Arsenal with this mentality issue and being a little bit overawed by the pressure. And we thought this season they had, they had turned that corner. Maybe this is a sign that there is still a slightly soft underbelly. underbelly. Yeah, Conor, Conor Gallagher, is, is, he's a huge talent. He's had a phenomenal right. season. Um, I, I really think if, if Palace can hold on to a few of these players, they're going to have they're gonna have a fantastic season next season. So, yeah, or, or, you know, I have to take it all back. Uh, Vieira's been a fantastic manager. Uh, Arsenal, so signed, you... Arsenal signed the wrong, the wrong former player to be their manager. The, 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 wrong, <laughs> the wrong person, the wrong person. Claudio, your, 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 your thoughts on that, right? 
But I also want to add another 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 point to it is um I saw um an Arsenal fan TV uh, comment, right? I'm just gonna tie it back to Conor Gallagher. Um, is that it's unfair that there's 32 Chelsea players out on loan. So basically that means when you play a team in the Premier League, you could be playing Newcastle and Chelsea. You could be playing um, Crystal Palace and Chelsea. You could be playing Brentford and Chelsea. You could be playing literally Chelsea in every single team in the Premier League. And those players are, 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 are integral to those teams. So that, 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 that Arsenal fan was saying that Chelsea have too many players out on loan. And they're helping other teams, especially when they play against them. But then the problem they is they don't have that many in the Premier League, though. Cello. So but, but I know, I know, no, but is a load of rubbish. But you know, but but but, but you know, you know how, how how fans will be is that they'll they'll cry about <laughs> when they lose, they'll cry about such things. But Claudio, what do you think about that, man? And and, and, and well, I just I just I, I just touched on Vieira as well. About the crime part? Okay, let's start with the crime part. I think Arsenal, if you go to Emirates Stadium, they do have a new roll of toilet paper with the Arsenal logo branded that you can get for all Arsenal fans after being interviewed on Arsenal TV. So look out for that when you go there, Wonga. Watch out. Um, I'm just thinking from the from the Vieira perspective, I think what, what is shocking about it is obviously inherited aside from Roy Hodgson, obviously to what Nick said, it was all about survival. That's all they did. That's all they needed to do. When you were looking at the squad, sure, you had the likes of Zaha, who's their key player. How did they play around him? The others were just sort of in in what uh, players of industry working around him. But now suddenly he's given youth an opportunity. Now they a couple of these players are getting called up to to the international stage, which is fascinating. So all of a sudden there's this new sort of found confidence where they're going forward going, look, we, we can really take on the big boys of this league as opposed to just surviving. And that's got to stem from the man's confidence and, you know, the type of person that he carries, his, his persona, sorry, that he carries through to his squad. Uh, similar to the, what you compared to Jurgen Klopp and a Pep Guardiola in terms of the confidence he gives the players. So you've got to commend Vieira for that, apart from just his, his football brain. And all, when they played Liverpool, they were difficult to, to beat. When they've played now Arsenal, Arsenal have seen three I mean, and drawn. So you can see things and, like that. Not four, four points against four points from City. They've beaten City and from drew, City drawn as well. City. So, I mean, he, he knows what he's doing. So, you know, credit to him for doing that. And I just think it, it must be tough if you're a Lampard and you're a Gerard and it's these players of the similar sort of category de- generation being given the opportunity to manage in the Premier League and you're looking over your shoulder and suddenly this guy with zero expectation is punching above his weight. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, Wonga, there's an interesting comment here from, from Warren. He says, didn't see the game, but unlike Wonga, Jam Alistair, sorry, Bangani, sorry. <laughs> Give him another chance. <laughs> so, so, yes, what last time I hear that? Yes, Warren. <laughs> hey, Warren is here. Yeah, I used to watch that stuff. Warren is here. Yeah. Before there was DSC, yeah. he was watching Jam Alistair. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, another team that, 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 that kind of that Wonga fought... Um, he was going to catch this weekend. Um, I think you know it was a quite a quite a shocking uh, result. Uh, Wonga <laughs> mm. thought he was going to he was going to take advantage of this and catch up to Chelsea, and then game in hand mm. when they play each other, overtake Chelsea. But you know, one plus one doesn't equal two sometimes. Uh, you know, the startup team guys, the startup yeah. team. But I think I think the great story is the fact that Christian Eriksen scored his first Premier League yeah. goal. Uh, back um, after after obviously what he went through, guys. Uh, Nick, uh, or, or, or Nick, what, what what do you think of this? Uh, obviously, I, I come to you because Brentford is a team close to you in the in the in the table. Yeah, I'm I'm a little bit obviously flat with the fact that we um, 
we've obviously gone off the boil a little bit ourselves um, and Brentford were sort of drawn into a relegation battle, but this win obviously is great for them. They've got great talents. Uh, Ivan Tony used to be with us. Um, I think he, he had a great game. And you, know, you obviously talk about Ericsson. Ericsson score for, for Denmark, if I'm not mistaken, also an international school, break. Yeah. So he's, he's, um, he's back to, if you want to call it his best, but it's, it's, yeah, as you say, it's very good to see him back on the field nonetheless. But I think it's definitely a win that they needed. I don't think they expected it. And I think maybe similar to what Claudio had, had said in terms of Arsenal, um, or, or sorry, Matt had said Arsenal arriving to the game. I don't know what that noise is, guys. Noise, noise. I don't know. Um, keep going. Keep I think going. Ars- Arsenal arriving to that game, you know, against Crystal Palace sluggish. Uh, I think Chelsea would probably be victims of that as well. Um, so disappointing for them, um, but they're fortunate that that Arsenal ended up dropping points. But now it looks like Spurs is is in the race to to even potentially finish finish third. Yeah. So 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 so, so Matt, 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 let me come. Let me, no, wait, actually, no, let me yeah. let me come let me come to Wonga because because Wonga on Saturday evening was probably happy. You know, Wonga doesn't drink alcohol, but I can just imagine you're probably popping some some sparkling water there and you know having a sip and you're like, ooh, mm. you know, mm. like, like extra fizz, lemonade, sparkling water, sparkling water. We're coming for Chelsea. So Wonga, what do you think of this performance from from from, from Chelsea? Uh, do you think it's just a blip or what happened? Because you know, they had, they, think... had in, they had one. I think what they had won all the games post sanctions. Yes, you see, Silo, you see, I think Chelsea were, um, when I watched it, I think, I mean, when Chelsea started off, it looked like, I mean, the game was theirs. Um, and then I think they became a victim of that because when Rudiger scored that goal, yes, that was a rocket. And you saw the celebrations, he's pulling a face, he's like, eh, all around, going to the, yeah, I think they thought, okay, that's the game done. And usually that, that happens when you score a savage goal, you know, especially like, in, 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 if he scored a goal like that, in, if he scored the goal in 80th minute, would have deflated probably the, the opponent. But he scores that goal early on in the game, and I think the players think, you know, okay, now this is going to be routine, and they got shocked. You know, they, they concede, they concede, and they concede, and then they concede again. You know, I think that um, if Chelsea had scored in a different manner, I think maybe they would have been. I think they would have probably had a chance, but I think the manner in which they scored that goal. Has uh, derailed them, bro. They were they were they were a bit chillers, you know. They were relaxed, um, but but well done to Bradford for for not uh, for, for 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 I mean stepping up from that uh, from that one nil uh, deficit and taking the game. That's what I think, to be honest with you. That's I was mostly laughing, to be honest with you, than and, anything and, and else. Matt, Matt, what do, what do you think of of your fellow? London teams, I think, yeah, obviously Brentford is also from London, you know, a London derby there and upstaging, upstaging Chelsea uh, with, with a four, four, but four goals a lot as well. So I've got to say, since, since they signed Ericsson, Brentford have become my second team because I just think, I loved him when he was at Spurs. He's such a talented player. He's absolutely always been underrated um, through his career. He's, in, he's, he's hugely influential whenever he's on the pitch. He's done the business for them. He's really, he ignites something. He unlocks doors. And he's fit into their system so well. And, 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 you know, him getting the goal was obviously awesome. Last time he scored at Stamford Bridge was when we beat them there. So, um, yeah, that, w- that was obviously great. And I think, I think Chelsea, I think there's, there's some truth to what Wong was saying. I think that when they scored the goal, they maybe thought job was done. But their defence yeah. was slack. Their defence was all over the place. They were allowing so much space. The, 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 
defenders so close together in the box, so that kind of almost mm. marking one another and allowing Brentford space to run into. Really, really, and not the way you would normally expect Tuchel to have a side drilled. It's almost like they they've taken their foot off the pedal. And I wonder if there's a bit of putting their head down, feeling like the season's kind of running away from them. Um, yeah. Maybe also had one eye on the the, the Real Madrid game. Um, maybe thought once they got the goal, they thought, well, let's just take it easy now because they've got the big game coming midweek and then they go and get themselves spanked. Um, but Brentford were full value for their win. This was not a lucky yeah. result at all. They Once they got the bit between their teeth, that 11-minute period where they scored the first three goals, absolutely dominant. Chelsea had no answer. Yeah. It was mm. it was phenomenal. Um, mm. I, I see Sam said Mendy. I think they were... I mean, I'm not, I'm not, Nick will know better than me, but I think that there were some people asking questions about some of his positioning for some of that. But I, I think, and again, I stand to be corrected by Nick, the expert, but I think sometimes he was moving out of position because the defense was standing so weirdly. There was, there was times where the defense was so close to the goal where the ball wasn't that he was moving just to try to get visual on the ball. And I think for, certainly for that, that, I think it was a fourth goal where it came. Um, the defenders were all like on the six-yard box when the ball popped out, and then they all just stood there. And I think that sort of thing—you don't—we haven't seen that from Chelsea this season. They've been fairly well drilled, so it's just like their head wasn't in it at all. Um, and and Brentford took full advantage. They were so clinical; they they did everything right, and it was it was fantastic to watch. No, definitely, definitely. Claudio, anything to say about that 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 result? You know, I think it's a uh, I man. I think we we always think of. Of Chelsea as a you know quite a quite a strong team and obviously tough to beat at Stamford Bridge. Um, do you think this is just a blip or or more things to come um, with them having an eye on the FA Cup and the Champions League? Yeah, I think it's a combination of two things. One one being that Brentford found themselves or find themselves in a good way because of the Ericsson factor. We've if you look in terms of the discussions behind the scenes as to how motivated they are because they've got this player of quality and they miss. I mean that's that's a huge thing. And then the second thing is if you're looking at Chelsea in particular. We know about the sanctions of their owner, the selling of the club. That's all in transition. What's going to happen next season? What's happening this season? Do they have much to play for? And then on top of that, there are a few players sitting there with their contracts about to run out. And largely, yeah. you speak about the defense. A lot of them are within the defense. So you've got yeah. Jarudi, is he going to sign? Isn't he going to sign? You've got Christian Eriks, uh, Christian, Christian, what's his name? He signed, he, yep. signed, he signed for Barcelona, bro, I think. Exactly. Is he going to Barcelona, isn't he? Then you've got the two Spanish sort of the, the, the Spanish Armada that's been in there for so long, your two old veterans, Aspilicueta and Alonso, are they leaving or they staying? So, so it is a club at, up in air at the moment. And I think that result was finally, I mean, they've been doing well up until that point. Yeah. And I think this is just where everything is just caught up to them. And they've actually, like Wonga says, they scored that banger. They got excited and they just took their foot off the pedal. And the, the startup team decided, hey, we're going to show you flames. And they did. No, definitely. Definitely. I think, I think, I think, yeah. Now we'll head to the other team in the top four. Um, you know, I think Nick has just been a bit quiet right now. And Matt is just <laughs> waiting. Matt is only on the show for this, guys. I think he only yeah, came yeah. tonight for this. Guys, <laughs> you know, you know I, 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 I just want to start off with, 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 I think, you know, when we, sp we speak about January transfer signings and in terms of how good... Certain players have been your Coutinho's have been your um what's this guy uh Luis Luis Diaz for for for, for Liverpool. I just want to talk about Kulisevsky, guys. Kulisevsky, Kulisevsky yeah. has yeah. been a great been a great signing for Spurs. Two goals, mm. five assists um, since joining Spurs from 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 Juventus. Um, a player I think at Juventus maybe was signed from from Atalanta with so much potential. He's still quite young, um, but I think he's obviously 
got a manager who believes in him and he's just clicking so well with Son and, and, and Kane. Um, yeah. Matt, just, just, just hold... Matt, just hold, just hold your, your comments. Just hold, hold, hold. I just want to find out from, from Nick where it went wrong first before you tell me where it went right for you. Well, my opinion... My opinion is, I, I don't know, Matt, you might disagree, but I think it was a game of two halves, if I'm honest with you. Um, I think we get ourselves in the lead. And, yeah, we. I think that goal just before halftime really changes the perspective of the game. And then I think the second goal, the second goal changes it completely because then we obviously have to chase the game. And, and the way Eddie Howe has got us playing, we've obviously been very good defensively, but I think... As he says in his press conference, you know, we were we were too expansive in the way we tried to go and, and, and chase the game. And against a very good Spurs team and with the ammunition that they have, it's very difficult to do that. So it left us wanting. Um, I mean, some of the goals, we were just so open at the back. You know, that that goal, Matt, that you... Uh, I can't... There was a transition that you guys had. I think Son scores it. Our centre-backs yes. are completely out. Completely, like, yeah. we are so open. Yeah. And yeah. um, unfortunately, we don't. We got decent players at the moment, but we don't have the quality that that, that can take such risks. Um, unfortunately, mm. so mm. I do think I think once we get ourselves in the in the lead, you know, see it out to half time. You know, the boys are motivated. We're a bit deflated, obviously coming out, and then you concede immediately. But the better team on the night uh, on the day is is definitely Spurs, and, and congratulations to them. I do want to note something, Matt. Um, I think Benton Coe was a lucky boy. I think Joe Linton saves him from actually getting a red card because I've seen a couple of angles, and he actually uh, goes in with his head. Yeah, and if say maximum does what majority of players do and falls down and rolls around, I think he gets red carded. But Joe Linton goes in there like a bull and goes and pushes him. And then everyone just gets yellow cards. Um, yeah. I thought Benton Kerr was a little bit lucky there. But um, at the end of the day, it probably wouldn't have made a difference because Spurs were that good on the day. Um, but I think for us, it's just a matter of getting the next win. Um, we've been mm. away from home in the last four games. So we've mm. got three home games coming up. I think Friday is a good opportunity to get a result against um, Wolves. We've been good at home. And then we've got Palace. So, yeah, I think we we, we set to survive. Um, I think one more win will just will, will, will get us over the line. And, so, 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 we so, regroup, so, spend a bit of money, and then go for it. So, so Nick, before, before I pass on to, to Matt, what's your target for points in terms of safety? What's your problem? You're on 31, you're on 31 now. What's your target? <laughs> With the nine, with the nine game, with the nine game unbeaten run, I thought we were going to finish on fifty, right? But uh, at this point, <laughs> at this point, at this point, how many games left? Seven games, nine. eight games, nine games. Um, for, for you, eight. For you, eight. I think we can get to about forty-two. If I'm honest with you, forty-two. So, so, so you look yeah, at eleven points. Yeah, I think points. we'll finish. I think we'll be. I think we'll comfortably finish in like that. That fourteenth to ninth bolt. You know, that belt of teams where, yeah. you know, the season's like, nah, it's like, okay, yeah. you, you competed. Okay, that's fair, that's fair, that's fair. Matt, you're unleashed now. I think you can you can obviously go <laughs> and, and, and be happy and jump up and down. I think obviously we we, have, we haven't seen you on the show for a, for a minute, as Pumza said, um, Spurs win and Matt re- reappears. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, just just just, just give us your little, your, your little two minutes on what went right for Spurs. Um, and then we'll definitely ask you uh, where to from Spurs for the rest of the season. Yeah, so look, this is this is one of the games we 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 watch football for, right? And and 
And for me, this was fantastic. Everything just kind of aligned. I was watching the game with both my boys and we, we, we came from behind to win 5-1, you know, and this is why we do it. It's, it's days like this, like most football teams don't win a trophy every season. This is what you live for. These, the, these games where everything just works in your favor. You have the low of, oh, we go behind to a free kick that was, you know, just completely unstoppable. There was, there was no hope there. It was a well-taken free kick. It wasn't expected. It was slightly against the run of play. I thought Tot Spurs were doing well, but... Matt, they did know, do their best to try and take that free kick away from Newcastle, though. It's like, they no, they were anti-Saudi sort of advantage. Yeah. They were like, is it going to be an handball? Is it going to be offside? Is it going to be... I wasn't sure what was going yeah. on. What is it? If, if, if they'd given that handball, I think it would have been really harsh. Um, and I, 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 But, you know, it, it wouldn't, as, as it turns out, wouldn't have really changed the, the, the flow of the game, but... But yeah, and then and then to score five goals, it was it was fantastic. What a day! And everything just came together. Spurs have those days where our counter attack, and it's usually against sides who are too expansive. I think Nick was dead right when we get given that room, especially since Kulusevski's come on, we really can make hay. Um, they've got such a good understanding. The front three, the midfield is really ticking over. Ben Tanko has also been a huge January signing for us. He really, good, yeah. he he he's he's he. I think I've said it before. He he sort of replaces that Dembele-shaped hole that we've had for a couple of years now. He he is really good in in kind of in the transition periods. He'll turn around play and he creates space. He sees the movement of, in front of him. He's also really good at being in the right place to break down play. And he's just got the right amount of aggression. Um, I think maybe. In the Newcastle game, it boiled over slightly too much, but as Nick said, he got away with it. Um, and yeah, it all it all just came together really well. I think defensively, Romero was huge. He's such an intelligent defender, and he's also got a nice yeah. amount of of aggression. He, mm. um, you know, he he does push his luck and he does wind up the attackers. I think there mm. were a couple of instances where Joe Linton and 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 Saint Maximum in particular got sort of wound up by him. He gets and he bites at them, and he and I think it affects their decision making. And he's really good. And him and Dyer together just seem to bring a solidity, and they seem to become greater than the sum of their parts. You know, Dyer's a better defender for having him there, and I think he's a more mature defender for having Dyer to kind of lean on. So I think it all came together really well, and. It did show, and you've got to bear in mind, other than the United game, which I, I still think was it was one of those annoying ones where we didn't lose to United, we lost to Ronaldo, really. The rest of the United side were kind of meh for most of the <laughs> And the... the he's um, the part of United. Yeah, exactly. He is part, he, he, he's, he's the biggest part, as it turns out. <laughs> and um, But I think other than that United game, you see since the turn of the new year, since January, we brought in the new signing. Spurs have been playing some really consistent football. They've really put together some attractive um, passages of play. We're a lot more confident going forward. Kane has found his... Kane must be one of the best passers in the Premier League at the moment. He can just yeah. put it through the, the eye of a needle and, and pick out a teammate really well. So it's really exciting. It's really fun to watch. Um, Matt, and- I've got a question regarding Kane. Yeah. I mean, this new Kane that we're seeing, and I say new Kane, but it was, do you, did we start seeing him? You'll know better than we will, because obviously, like Selor says, you follow your team, yeah. so you're the expert. But this new Kane, was this before or after the Mourinho sort of incoming and trying to push Kane to new heights? So it, there was some of it there before. And bear in mind, when he came through the youth structure, he played as a number eight and he played as, an, as a winger at times. So he's... He's always known how to do that. He's always known that that role, but um, and he's always been quite an intelligent player. He's never just been, uh, you know, the uh, an out and out goal poacher. And I think what we have seen, I think what's made the difference is that they've built systems around that. So him and Son have worked out an understanding. So now it's not just that he's able to do that, but also Son knows it's going to happen. So he's making the intelligent runs. So we're getting to see the benefit of it. And I think that's the difference, really. Not so much that, I mean, I think obviously he's refined 
refined it. And I think the Mourinho era definitely put it on hyperdrive because it was very clear that Mourinho saw him and Son as the main outlet and he kind of fostered that. But it's grown now because now it's not just with Son. I mean, the, the, the link I play with Kulisevsky and even with the wingbacks, you know, when, when Reglon is on and when, when Doherty's there, they, he, he also picks them out with his passes. He, he obviously set up, it was for, for the goal again, that Son scored, the one Nick mentioned. When Kulisevsky made the run, it was Kane that picked him out from the midfield. Um, saw him making the run down the wing and picked him out. And then he kept pulled it forward, pulled all the defenders out of position and put it into the, in the middle to a wide open son. So I think it's, it's a, it's a, he's the best player I've ever seen play for Spurs. He's probably the best player I will ever see play for Spurs. Last um, season you ever see him playing for Spurs? It's very possible. It's, you know, I'm under no illusion. I'm not going to pretend that, that he loves Spurs as much as I do. <laughs> but, well, I mean, I'm sure he does. He's been there for ages. But for him, it's a job. And, and if I was him, would I stay at Spurs? I don't know. It's hard to say. He's got, well, he's a player. Matt, if you were him, if you were him, where, where would your next club be? Newcastle, Man United? Man City. Obviously, Man City's the given. Are Man United say, say, really a contender there? Why wouldn't they? Like, They've got the cash. They can throw it there if they get the right No, but I mean, if he was just going to do it for money, I think Spurs are prepared to pay him more. I think if he moves, he wants guaranteed opportunity of winning guys. serious you want, silverware. He needs to do a Van Persie, guys. I think at, at the age he's at, he must do a Van Persie. You need to have a, a, seven, a 75% chance of winning a title. And not a not a ten percent chance of winning a title, which yeah, is so it would he, be somewhere we, like City. He's, he's he's probably at a at an eight percent. Then when may have to be two percent more. What if what if Real Madrid? Yeah, forget Real Madrid. Nah, though, Nick. What no if space, what if they threw money? Stay in the, I think he wants that Premier League record. I think he'll stay in the Premier League. But what if Newcastle just threw a shitload of money and they said, "Cool, Kane, we're going to buy you, and we're going to buy another eight players." You I think, think that would that? depend. That would depend on where Spurs finish this season, because I think if Spurs do, and I don't, it's definitely a big if. It isn't a, you know, the, the top four race. It's like no one wants it so far no, this season. No, no. Say, say with the chest. And, say with the chest. Yeah, we've, we've had, yeah, let's, let's, we've, we've, we've had Wanga for, we've had Wanga for the last five weeks saying, yeah, I'm in the top four. And look four. at him now. Look at that face. I'm just going to be this. No, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. We're going to finish but, top four, guys. We've got a game in hand. No, it's going to happen. Definitely. No, it's so, going to happen. No his, game in hand is, his game in hand is against Chelsea, by the way. But yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, they're going to both And, and <laughs> the, 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 So, I think if, if, if Spurs get Champions League, I don't think he'll go to Newcastle because he'll think I'll rather play another season in the Champions League. And then yeah. if Newcastle are still interested when they've gotten further up the table, then... If Spurs finish outside the top four, then I think someone like Newcastle may potentially be able to to, to pull him away. So I think I think there's a lot of question marks around um, Kane. I think also what happens with Conte will play a role. Because I think it's clear um, Conte is a very fiery Mediterranean chap. He could just as easily walk off in the summer as stick around, depending on not yep. whether he's back. Yeah, so I think there's there's a lot of... There's a lot of question marks around Spurs in the offseason. That's why you've got to live for days like this. You've got to live for winning 5-1 and, and, and you know, enjoying the game. It's, 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 it is what it is. And, and it was a fantastic game. It was a fantastic weekend for Spurs. Um, I got to watch the Brentford-Chelsea game and then watch Spurs-Newcastle. And then, of course, Arsenal um, decided they, were, they, 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 they didn't really want to play on Monday. So, they didn't. It's, it's, before, 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 before Warren goes, guys, um, just, yeah, Warren... Warren's Warren's old man, as I said, he's he's going to be at the Champions League game be, between Benfica and uh, and Liverpool. So he's just letting Claudio know why he didn't get a ticket. It's because his dad got a VIP box ticket. 
state of the art first class everything all of everything all 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 of everything um so says the man who left south africa to go watch liverpool in the champions league final without a ticket outside the wonder metropolitano and he snuck he snuck in i think or something i don't know i don't know ukraine ukraine i did the same thing went there that's where i got tickets and then oh ukraine madrid yeah. Oh, okay. So Ukraine is the way you snuck in and you lost because of Salah got um, WWE wrestle, and then I wonder Met- Metropolitano is where you beat um, where you beat um, and uh, Matt in, 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 in that final. But yeah, guys, yeah. I, I think just just the last part. Um, um, yeah, it's obviously the the smaller note of the weekend in terms of the Premier League is the little, is is the team from 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 Manchester that 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 is doing other weird things. Um, not being serious about 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 trying to compete for for a top four place, but yeah. This was uh, right is this, is it, is this yeah. is this is this Ragnik? Because now you guys are saying you're not going to give him that job you promised him, so he's like, "Well, you're not going to play in the Champions League. I'm going to play Maguire every week." Like <laughs> <laughs> that actually rhymes. That actually rhymes. But yeah, um, as Pums wanted to see, yeah, Pums, I've got, I've got my captors, captors on band. Come on, man, hit it, hit it, hit it. was doing that in the background. He didn't even know why. Yeah, yeah. going to play Maguire every week. Okay, so sorry, as you were, captain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, Pums, I'm about to get, get uh, catch a flight tomorrow night. Uh, going to go lead Manchester United for the rest of the season at centre back. Um, I've got, I can play with both feet, so at least uh, I'll, I'll be a better outlet as a left centre back than Maguire. But yeah, Man United is. Imagine they did that, be... just like open trials. Anyone who thinks they can be better than Maguire, <laughs> they let you stand in a line, and you have to try dribble past him, and he just kicks lumps out of fans every Tuesday. I think that'll be good for his morale. I think he'll walk it's into every Saturday work. feeling like he'll just work. walk out there like, look, I'm better than three thousand fans. I'm probably okay. <laughs> Do it. Send, send an email. Send an email. But yeah, but and, yeah, I'll send the email. I gotta send the email. I have to, guys. I have to, guys. But 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 you know you know the you know the funny thing is, guys, is that like I haven't watched the game. Like I think I'm 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 more disinterested in my team than than ever been this season. Um. So so I kind of I kind of if 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 Claudia invites me for drinks on a Saturday and mentions I'm playing at the same time, I'm definitely gonna go grab drinks with the Liverpool guy. Um. You know that 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 I don't really like when 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 on, on weekends. You know. So I'll definitely go grab a drink with him, then watch my team play. And this uh, this is a Man United fan who never watched his team managed by Roy Hodgson. That's all I'm saying. Signed uh, Christian Paulson, <laughs> some thirty-something-year-old Danish guy on a free, and forced him into the Liverpool. That's the shit I had to watch, Silo. Let's let's take it easy. You stuck with okay, Captain Maguire, but it's your yeah, name. You two talking about your teams having a rough least, time while me and Nick sit in here. Like, come on. I'm fantasizing about the moment when Shola Amiobi scored at the New Camp in 2002. That's, uh, <laughs> that's what I Yeah, so fair enough. Fair enough. He hasn't been through some really tough times. And yeah, I think Tony and I must calm down, especially I think myself needs to calm down. Uh, at least I, I've seen some, some glory days. But yeah, I, I really don't know what's going on with this team. Um, lots and lots to, to, to ponder for the team. Uh, we haven't decided on which manager we're gonna sign, we're gonna appoint, and we can't even um, get the the right players in place for 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 when the season does come to an end. Um, and yeah, I think it's just we're just all over the place at the moment. Our defense is leaking goals as usual, um, and I think the players are just down tools. And we actually do have an opportunity to actually be in the top four shout. Um, you know, Arsenal drop points. We still have to play Arsenal. So the fact that we still have to play Arsenal means that if we beat Arsenal, that's three points to us. 
You know what I mean? And Arsenal still have to play. Uh, Arsenal still have to play Chelsea, which 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 for them they could drop points. You guys are going to draw, and there's going to be four red cards it's, in that game. It's, exactly. So it's so definitely, like, there's an opportunity for us to be yeah. in that. In that <laughs> Come track, back on in disguise. In, in that top four race, but <laughs> but I think I, I think my my season my season is definitely over, and I'm just going to be I'm just going to be on the show just to just just to. Um, give my comments on, on what other teams are doing, and and I guess uh, and watch the title race and everything else. But but yeah, I think it's 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 it's, it's also, shambles. Does it's everyone shambles. else notice he's gotten a lot quieter since Martial's left Man United? Does anyone else notice that, Vonga? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, no oh, man. But Coins, I, Coins. I, I was I was surprised. I was surprised um, because I know Martial hasn't. I mean, he's been alright there, but he hasn't really hit the ground. He hasn't yeah, he's, it up there. He, he, his, scored, he's, he scored a goal and then got injured and then missed like yeah, three weeks. Been, and now he's getting back into him. I really team. wanted him. I really wanted him to to just like to do well. Yeah, you know, bang him in and then turn around like see what you yeah. could have had. So, yeah, that's yeah. fair. That's but really, I wonder, really look, nice. look, yeah, so I like said last week as well. You know, like Man United, they're in a in a horrible space, and I mean, I, I, they. I, I honestly didn't expect them to win this game against Leicester. Um, and it, they literally gave a performance that, that I, that, that, that you expected. You know, it was flat. They weren't doing anything. Um, the, yeah, they just, oh, it's not, it's not the same Man United. They are, they've got a huge problem. Um, and obviously we know it's the players. And I mean, you, I think, I don't know if I, I heard the Leicester fans bring him, but I, I hear also they were saying that, um, the Man United fans are also bring Maguire, and you know people are saying whether they, you know, they were they were questioning. I mean the the players and, and I mean the the fans whether they should be doing that or not. But I mean, hey, look, the guy hasn't been performing. Uh, yeah, I, I get it. Yes, support the guy, don't boo him. But yeah, I think it just shows that yo Man United are in shambles. I mean, when was the last time they put a player, if ever they did? Mm. Yeah, no, it's a bit tough. It's a bit tough, but yeah, I so, think that's 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 just 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 to end off the whole Premier League discussion, guys. Just a quick one from your side, guys. You're gonna see there's one game during the week, um, Ev- um, Burnley versus Everton. Just give me a prediction <coughs> quickly, guys. Um, mm. it's on. It's it's tomorrow night. Awanga, what's your prediction for this game, Burnley versus Everton? Quickly, uh, bottom of the table. Um, Nick is not really worried about this game because he's probably like, uh, I'm on 31 points. You guys are twenty something, you know. So, so what, what do you think, <laughs> Uh I think Everton will take it uh, uh, one nil. Mm. Um, uh, Nick, I think uh, the best result for us would be a draw. But I think if Burnley have a chance of getting out, they need to win this. I do think Burnley will win. I think it'll be a two-one victory for Burnley. Okay, perfect. Two one win for Burnley. Uh, Matt, what what do you think? I think it's going to be an eye bleedingly sad nil nil draw. Wow. Uh, wow. Just, both wow. sides are Tough more. Yeah, I just think it's going to be like no one's going to be happy about it, you know. And they're going to need to bring back my idea about the manager jousting because it's, <laughs> there's going to be no entertainment had. No fun for anyone. So, so, yeah. Sonia, what do you what, what do you, what do you think? I think we're going to see Frank Lampard continue sulking on the side there. I think Delia Lemus retires as a footballer. I think Burnley are going to walk this one. It's going to be a walk it. And I say walk it in terms of Burnley fashion, you know, with uh, holding a cane and beating <laughs> their opponents. Yeah, 1 0. That's, that's exactly what I mean. Walk it with a 1 0 cane. 
throwing pies yeah, at them nil and then change to ten defenders. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's what I think is going to happen. That's exactly what I think is going to happen. The nah, I, 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 I think it's going to be a one-one draw for this game. Um, a, a boring one-one draw. A turf more might be a bit cold. You know that, that place has got its own weather. Uh, but yeah, I think something that Claudia is probably still excited about that I. Uh, forgot that we're still uh, participating in or, or got knocked out of, sorry. <laughs> but uh, Champions League um, first legs tonight, we've got Benfica versus Liverpool um, in, 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 in uh, what's this, in Lisbon? And, yeah, Lisbon. Yep. Yeah? Yeah, 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 Lisbon, yeah. And then, the actual and, the stadium and, that Arsenal stadium replicated, by the way, same architecture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we've got another game, uh, Man City versus Atletico Madrid um, at the Etihad, which, interestingly, that game was supposed to be in Madrid, but they couldn't have a game in Madrid on a Tuesday and a Wednesday. So then they swapped the games around because Real Madrid is playing Chelsea tomorrow. So just a quick fire, guys, just in terms of predictions. I just want a prediction on who's going to win the game, not the, not the entire tie. Not the entire tie. So Benfica versus Liverpool, which is tonight. Uh, Wonga, who's going to win just the match? What's the scoreline for the match, not the tie? Okay. Liverpool 1 0. Okay, cool. Nick? Liverpool 2 0. Uh, Matt? I'm going to say Benfica 2 1. Nice one. I there think go, in, that in that household, there's some Benfica fans. It's okay. I understand. Yes, I understand. Yes, we are, if, we you are. Don't, if you don't say 2 1, <laughs> that means you might not get some dinner tomorrow. Um, uh, 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 Claudio, what, what do you think? Claudio, by the way, guys, Claudio, Claudio's team in Portugal is Benfica. Uh, what's your prediction? Yeah, I think, look, it's going to be a tough one. I'm going to pull a cello here and just add a few more sentences to my prediction. But. I think it's going to be tough for Benfica because the club at this moment for, for the club, it's going to be, it's, they, they're in turmoil. They're in turmoil because there's a lot of inner politics happening. The, the current club president is under investigation. He's under house arrest for, for money laundering, et cetera, et cetera. They're in transition of changing of presidents. They, um, the manager was sacked by the players. The players refused to play for him for a long sort of story. So it's, it's a miracle that they made it this far in the Champions League. I think tonight's going to be absolutely buzzing because when Benfica do get this far in the Champions League, that stadium is rocking. So it's going to be a tight game tonight. I think there will be one goal difference, whether it's a 2-1 to Liverpool. I don't see Liverpool losing the game. They'll be happy with the draw. But I do think a 2-1 victory. They have changed. Jota's on bench. They've got Diaz, who was rested on the weekend. They've got Mane playing a front with Salah. And they've got a changed midfield three in Fabinho, uh, Thiago, and Keita. So they are rotating players and saving them for the weekend. So it's going to be an interesting result. But I'm still going to say 2-1 victory, Liverpool. Okay, just one note. I think for all the turmoil that Benfica are going through, and it is it is pretty chaotic, um, even by by their usual standards. But the the they got here by beating Ajax, and that's and and the, you know they they showed there over the course of two games they were they were very they were very solid, very impressive. And I think um, this is a side that can play football. I think that um, they've they've got some serious players in there, so it's not going to be it's going to be a fun game. That's for sure. I think. Um, and I, they've I, got I really a... do hope. They've got a future Premier League striker, whether or not he goes to Arsenal or he goes to Newcastle. Darwin. That's the rumours. Darwin Nunes, and also the future of Uruguayan Very football. Good. So Very watch out play. for him. Mm. I think United should look at him. Uh, Man City versus... Okay, sorry. My prediction. Oh, uh, 1-1. Um, now we go to Man City versus Atleti. <laughs> Atleti. Um, I know descriptions. Wonga, what do you think there? Man City versus Atleti. <laughs> uh, um, I think... No, I'm trying to think. I think... Yo, goodness me. I said 1-1. One, one. 
one-one. <laughs> uh, Nick, what do you think? Another two-nil victory for an English team. Okay. Mm. English teams Matt? are too good. I'm not sure who's going to win the game, but I think Simeone is going to win the fight in the tunnel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's funny. I'm going to agree with Wonga there. 1 1. 1 1. Okay. I think Felix uh, will score for Atleti. Man City will win this game 2 um, 1. Um, yeah. I think, yeah. It's just, just, yeah. I think Man City typically want to go far in this tournament, and they will go far uh, in this tournament. And then, yeah, tomorrow's games Real Madrid versus Chelsea at the Santiago Bernabeu. Uh, Wonga? Uh, Real Madrid, uh, 2-0. Okay, wow, okay. After they lost 4 at home to Barca, okay. Um, uh, Nick? Worst time to play Chelsea after getting spanked 4-1 on the weekend. I think Chelsea will win this game 1-0. Mm. Matt? I think it's going to be 3-2. I think both sides have shown a bit of a soft underbelly. Um, but I think Real Madrid will come out on top. I think 3-2. Interesting. Yeah, I think... Right, Real Madrid off in the Champions League at your own peril. I think a 2-1 victory to Real Madrid. I think it will be 1-0 to, to Real Madrid. Uh, Karim Benzema to score to score the goal. And then yeah, the last game, probably the most uninteresting game of the Champions League quarterfinals. Villarreal, uh, good evening versus uh, Nagelsmann. Uh, what do you think, Wanga, your favorite coach? Good evening. Uh, how is he going Tanzuma. to take Zuma. Um, yeah, uh, Ahmed, but it's Bayern Munich. Um, but I, rec- I reckon they say 2 2 1. 2 1 Villarreal. 2 1 Villarreal. Wow. Villarreal, so Nick, yeah. Nick? Yo, big one. Bayern Bayer Munich 3 0 victory. Yeah, Bayern Munich, Bayer Munich 3 0 victory. Bayern Munich 2 0. Because it's away. <laughs> okay. Okay. Definitely not, no. That's fair. That's fair. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Sam. You are right. The game's at Stanford Bridge. Yes, that's cool. Oh, that no changes problem. my prediction, Chief. That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That changes my prediction then. Yeah. Ah, but it's okay. Your prediction's a prediction. There's no away yeah. goals. It's just There's no money on this, bro. Don't stress. <laughs> yeah, there's no away goals. You can back and say you're wrong. But yeah, Sam is right. Uh, Matt, what, what, what do you say then? He said uh, Bayern Munich. I said, I said yeah? Bayern Munich 2-0. No. Okay, and then, and, then, and, then, and then you, uh, Claudio? I think... Uh, Bayern Munich are going to whip out the steamroller and flatten Villarreal and give uh, serve the Spanish people paella. That's what I think is going to happen. So I think it's going to huh? be a punish punishment there by Bayern Munich. They're going to steamroll Villarreal. Yeah, okay. Whatever that means. Cook them in the paella. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I, think, I think it will be... I think it will be uh, a three-one victory to buy. I mean, flat bread. That's what I meant. Everything. Flat everything. Hey, Arjun, how's this? This is disgusting. You insult our culture. you've come in quite late into the show, but yeah, I think it will be three-one to to Bayern Munich. Um, and yeah, guys, just something probably maybe um, some of the viewers may have not known. Um, we the UEFA Champions League is in the quarterfinals, but there was a draw today. Uh, for the CAF Champions League. Yes. Uh, so I, I just want to just, just just touch a little bit over it. Uh, maybe Nick uh, has, 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 has some insights there. But yeah, CAF Champions League, has, there was a draw to, today, um, you know, with, with Mabilodi Sundowns getting 16 points in the group stage, which is for, uh, the highest ever uh, points tally that, that a South African team has. I think it's even probably, what, I think the highest ever points tally a, a team has ever had in a group stage. Um, so they, they 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 went through the to the quarterfinals, and your other regulars are there as well, Al Lahli and so on and so forth. But I'm just going to share 
my screen just so everyone can just see what the quarterfinals look like. Um, I think maybe uh, Claudia can just uh, give us some insights into one of the teams as well. Uh, he may know a, a, a bit of something or two. So we've got Alakli versus Raja Casablanca. Raja Casablanca from Morocco. We got uh, CR Beluzdat, that's from Algeria, versus Widat uh, Casablanca, which from Morocco. Then we've got Pedro de Luanda from um, Angola versus uh, Mamelodi Sundowns. And then we've got ESCT versus Esperance from ESCT is from Algeria versus ES, um, Esperance from, uh, from Tunisia. Um, so, do you know anything about uh, Pedro de Luanda that will be playing Mamelodi Sundowns? Uh, um, I know maybe, uh, maybe is, 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 it, is it being uh, uh, wrong assumptions the fact that they, they speak Portuguese that you know something about them? Yeah, terrible <laughs> assumption. <laughs> I know absolutely zero. Get never, 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 never. Guys, if you look at it, if you look at it on paper, Sundown's got a favorable draw. Uh, definitely. Chose anyone, definitely. If chose any team in that draw, you would have taken a a newcomer. But obviously, write them off at your own peril. Uh, they're in the quarterfinals for a reason. Yeah, yeah. So, mm. so the, just just the question I wanted to pose. I think obviously not all of us maybe uh, keep up to date with with with, with the, the local scene. Um, I my, my question is that is 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 the favourites for the CAF Champions League because they've got the most points tally of all the teams and they've got a favourable draw against a, a team in Angola. Also, you don't really have to travel that far to go to Angola. Uh, whereas if you were gotten a, a North African side like a Algerian team. We'd have to fly to 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 basically fly to Europe to to to, to play a, a football match. So so, what do you guys think of just Sundown's chances in the CAF Champions League? Wonga, do you, do you, do you think they can go all the way? Yeah, no, I think they can. And I mean, I think if you look at Sundowns as well, they they've got. I, I don't know how many people they can put in the, in the league, but in that in that CAF league, but they've got a huge squad. Yeah, they've they got a huge squad. <laughs> they've got two two squads, they three squads, and they got they've got a coach for each squad in the team. So, <laughs> like it's it's. I I think I think really they 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 always have a chance. I, I mean they they were there last year, um, and I think this year again they they probably also going to be. And I mean like you said they've come out there they've, uh, they've come out there good form, um, so definitely better than what they did last year. So, um, why not? Why we can definitely not write them off. No, definitely. No, definitely. No, I, don't, I don't think we can write them off. I, I, I just do think that the, the, the North African teams are better prepared for, for the latter stages of these tournaments. Yes, obviously, Sundowns have won it. Um, I think they won it in 2017. Um, and mm. if, you know, as a, you know, a nation supporting Sundowns going into the latter stages of the tournament, they're always there and thereabouts. Chiefs did it recently, um, but. The, yes. the the ascendancy will always be with the North African teams. You know, you talk about uh, Sundowns not having to travel that far, but those teams are all playing each other. That's like flying to Durban for them, you know, or flying to Cape Town for them. So, you know, it will be a, sort of an easier journey for them. Um, but what will be interesting is when they play against one of those North African teams, potentially yeah. in a semi-final. Um, mm-hmm. I think that will really test them because... If I'm very honest, and I'm going to be brutally honest, those teams in North Africa are tested on a more regular basis because there's better quality teams. Um, and that just shows by their nations qualifying for the World Cup, majority yeah. of them. Yeah. Um, 
and South African teams are not tested. Sundowns, aren't t- Sundowns, I think, need to win one more game and they win the, the PSL. And I think there's still like eight games left. So I think yeah. that just that just shows you. So Sundowns will have to be on their best, um, be at their best throughout. Um, but it is a cup competition now. They're seven games away from potentially lifting a title. And um, we have to back the boys. You know, bringing back the, the trophy will be... Will be good for the nation in general, um, but yeah, it, I'm just flat with South African football. You know, just looking at the World Cup draw and just everything, yeah. all of that, all, all of that yeah, type, of, type of stuff. Scott, you do, I know, I know you're you're quite you you have, you're always a big voice in in these circles. You know, when it comes to African football and the quality of the football, is it is it the right standard, the officiating, all of that stuff? At least we do have VAR for the quarter for quarterfinals. Oh. Um, going forward, um, I think last season we had it from the semi-final going forward, uh, which did help KZ Chiefs, um, where they 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 had an offside goal uh, ruled out incorrectly, and then VAR obviously overturned it against uh, um, uh, Widat Casablanca in Morocco. Claudio, do, do do you have any little few comments? Okay, um, Arjun says I have no idea about any of the teams, but Sana's going to win it. Um, yeah, Arjun, yes, if you want to be if you want to get South African citizenship, maybe that's the right <laughs> thing to say. Um, but but not when you want to make friends with me, that's not the right thing to say. I'm a KZ Chief supporter, <laughs> uh, we do this, Sundowns does this, and this is the one to do. But Claudio, what, what, what do you think there? <laughs> oh, I think Nick, Nick hit the nail on the head when he says, obviously, your North African sides have more competition and they run better. I think if if we want to have um better chances of winning this this tournament on a regular basis, not only Sundowns. I think Patrice Mutsepe needs to take some of the money he has and just uh, distribute it evenly in the other clubs in this in the league in South Africa and actually just make the yeah. league a lot more competitive because I think that's the big problem. Actually, just take the template that they're currently implementing at Sundowns and just try and get the others to run at 5% of the pro- professionalism that they're currently doing and then we'll be all right. I think that's my biggest take on all of it. I think with regards to... to and it, it's, it's a pity, really, because this is obviously a CAF Champions League sort of draw and and the excitement that we, if you take us as fans, African fans, or we following the Premier League, we're more excited to obviously follow the Champions League. So they definitely need to be putting in more. Look at Silo getting carried away. They need to put in more sort of (laughs) money. They need to put in more sort of something exciting to, I'm not excited. I guess that's what I'm saying. How do they excite me? No, they need a Jonathan with a Heineken advert playing in the background. Yeah, and I think they, they, I think think the, Cap Champions League just needs to work on a lot of things um, in terms of their football. At least now we do have it on Super Sports, so we do have an opportunity. If, if you know you, uh, what the, the the first leg is going to happen on Easter weekend, so if if you do have a chance, just try and watch maybe at least the Sundowns game. Uh, but Claudio, if, let me just sorry add to that. Yeah. You know, just uh, that's why I'm actually so annoyed. I had a conversation with someone. You know, Pirates is also one of our biggest teams in in, in, Confed, in South Confed Cup. Even, yeah, they're there in Confederations Cup Chiefs. Are, but what they're doing at their club is, their clubs are... Shambles. Just, they're, they're below it's par. Shambles. You know, I was I was told yeah. I was told that, um, and I won't mention who, but the, the hierarchy at Pirates said uh, it's financially not viable for them to have an academy anymore. So this year they do not have an academy. So um, it just shows you. For me, for me... For me, that's just how how are you one of the biggest clubs in South Africa, let alone potentially Africa in terms of your following. You you feel it's not it's not right and financially viable to to run an academy. A, yeah. an academy. So for me, it just annoys me, um, and it just 
yeah, I mean, someone working in the industry here, it, it, it makes me a little bit frustrated. It's, it's funny. Yeah, in yeah. I know, I know, I know, Nick, in, in England, that you can't, if you're a, if you're a Premier League team, you have to have. Um, Wonga, Wonga, who uh, is the, the chairman of the PSL? The owner yeah. of Pirates. <laughs> but Pirates. I'm always. So that, I know. It's a I know, yeah, but I'm. <laughs> Conflict of interest. No, yeah, you know, but that's that's where it no, starts. And has, I've questioned this, but I always I never get an answer. If you look, if you look at the Premier League board, how many how many pre, uh, owners of or Daniel Levy and those yeah, guys well, on the, the Premier the, League? The, the competition's always going to be influenced by the owners of the club. That doesn't exactly. mean that the but the 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 governing body, the FA, is what sets those rules in the UK. And and Correct. here the problem so, is Safa is quite so Safa should be Safa should, should, should be the one putting Safa. pressure. And in South Africa, also the funding models are completely flawed. Even the way they host games, oh, moving none. Of, how how often, like the the teams don't play their home games in their home stadium every yes. year. It gets moved yeah. around because they don't own. They don't own. But that's I mean, how do you that's, build? That's how do you build funding. a following? That's a but funding that's issue itself. Guys, because, but the, I mean, I was in touch with you in the PSL. We were given five million. Five million pounds, five million rand to go host Chiefs at Mombela Stadium. A team like Tux with no budget or a lesser we'll budget, it. you're going to take, we'll take that. It. Yeah. So, you know, the, you're right. But so far, very reliant on PSL to give them money. Yeah. Because they, they so, you know, it should be the other way around. Um, yeah. But guys, we can be uh, all night talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll have a, we'll have a, we'll have, we'll have, we'll have, we'll have a separate show for that. We'll have a separate show for that. Wonga. It'll need to be more serious. We'll have to wear suits. But we need to get some of the officials on. We need to get, we will, we must make a plan. We'll get someone, get guys, and we ask these questions. We ask the hard questions here. Sorry, Selo, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, no worries. I'm saying Wonga, apologies, man. Uh, there's not enough time for, for this, for this. Um, but, but uh, this, but this, but this, let's, let's go. I'm gonna go uh, one minute, one minute, uh, one and a half minutes. Wonga, go. What's 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 the rant from the weekend? <laughs> this weekend, there was no rant, man. Um, it was, it was, I thought the McTominay tackle was the rant. I was gonna say, you had a player Yo, forgot about that. who wasn't expecting to play football this weekend. I would rant about uh, it. What did he think he was he gonna do? Was he in the queue at the buffet and then they were like, hey, we've got a game on? And he was like, you got oh, a game Come through. Come through. Uh, look, it was, no, still, still, but no, seriously, talking about that situation, I even forgot. I even forgot. Um, the, I, I, and people said, it, people said it right. You know, I, I don't agree with Shaka. Um, uh, playing, I think, yeah, you should be, you should be off the fish. But it, I, I also agree that if Shaka was to do a McTominay, did that, I mean, that tackle was that that was reckless. There was no yeah, about reputation, reputation. But this is, and every, but this is what I, don't, I can't understand it. We hear and we always go, we say, one was rent, one was rent, and it's almost the same thing. They are the whole time. We, everyone looking at, we are looking at the same thing here. You can play it fast, you can play it slow. When you play it slow, it makes it look, it makes the tackle look better. But when I saw that tackle first hand, I was like, no, that guy's definitely off. He's definitely off. He's jumped yeah. in. No, I hear you. Studs up, ankle. No, I hear you. I I hear just, you. It's poor. The VAR guys need to, need to step up, bro. They need no, to step up. He was, he was very lucky. He should have been a red card. I think, guys, in football, it, it, it always happens. I think the refs have not, I'm not saying the refs have a bias, but refs go into a match and say, okay, um, Raheem Sterling just, just uh, went easily down for a penalty. He could have been touched. He could have not been touched. It's not a penalty. Because why? Raheem Sterling has a, has a reputation of diving easily 
Um, similarly, Shaka goes in for a hard tackle. Stats are showing they set red cards because it's Shaka. McTominay, um, British boy, Manchester United development, uh, doesn't get a thing. But but, but Wonga will we'll, we'll reserve the other for another day. But I see Arjun's got some some exciting news here, guys. He says he's got an internship with Ori Do. So I'm going. I'm coming to the World Cup for free and meeting the teams, which is which is pretty exciting. Well done, well done, well done, well done, well done, then the our richest, our 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 avid follower who keeps on living the, her best life uh, says evening, guys, and then saying, um, "How many of you guys am I seeing in in Qatar?" Do you, um, guys, are, are you hearing that? <laughs> Check uh, us there, uh, we, need to, <laughs> we need to speak to the CEO to see if we have budget there. To let's to see, let's see if we've got him. budget. Let's see, let's see if we've got budget. <laughs> let's, see what, maybe... let's see what we can do from Fresh Legs XP Arena and uh, Goalon. Let's, let's, guys, let's pull, <laughs> let's pull some money and on Wanga's hot bets and make some money off that at Flyers Day. I like on that. A, idea. On, <laughs> a, on a side note, I, I follow a couple of fans in, in, in the UK and they've booked already. Obviously, the draw is out now, but they are saying it is hellishly expensive. Hellishly expensive. I can imagine. Accommodation, yeah. tickets. Yeah. It's, it's, and that's for, that's for someone who, who's earning the pounds. Pounds. pounds yeah. So, yeah. It's also yeah. expensive, guys. I don't know if I'm going to survive. You know, like it's... I struggle with that level of heat. I don't know. That's, uh, apparently, some <laughs> of the stadiums... They're going to have like air-conditioned stadiums. Air-conditioned stadiums, so yeah. That's true. Yeah, it's gonna That's be. True. I'm gonna be a mess there if I go there. <laughs> See, Jens, uh, um, Celo hosts, guys, and we run 20 minutes over here. Celo, come, sorry, come, guys. Come. What's going on? Um, fi- fi- guys, it's the first show with five people on this year. Uh, Wonga, final thoughts. Um, no, actually, Wonga had a Wonga's rent. Um, just, just big, uh, big, big final thoughts there. Don't rob good him from his on. final thoughts. Good to be, good <laughs> to be on again, oh, guys. Um, <laughs> excited to watch some Champions League tonight. Should be quite exciting. And uh, yeah. Hopefully Friday night my team can get back to winning ways. Okay, no, perfect, perfect. Uh, okay, Wonga, they said you must still have some words to say. Well, yes, no, my final, fi- my, fin- my final thought is related to to my round in the fact that um, this thing of when people, when the refs blow and they look at intention, they must scrap that nonsense. They must they must judge what's happened, uh, what's happened right in front of them. And, and if the only way you can find out true intention is by asking the player. And you know what they're going to say if you ask them. Okay, uh, Matt, Matt, oh, what's your final, Matt, what's your final <laughs> Like little, little, little court sessions in the middle of the whoa, game, referee pulls man, out a gavel. What were you thinking? What were you thinking? <laughs> you're guilty. You're guilty. No, I, my what? final thoughts, um, yeah, like I said, these, these, this weekend is, is what we watch football for. You know, those, those five on wins, the, the unexpected kind of everything goes your way, get, throw your kids in the air kind of a match. So, yeah, it was great. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be back. Um, and I'll see you as long as Spurs keep winning. That's it. That's me. I'm done. I'll see you next season. Claudio, <laughs> what, what are your final thoughts, especially with the big game tonight? I've got something special. This is, this is it. Yeah! That's what I'm talking about! That's what I'm talking about! Oh, yeah! That's what I'm talking about. Oh, nice one, nice one. Um, as you say, you like the logo there behind you, Nick. Um, yeah, and, um, if you guys ever come to Africa, make sure you go to XP Arena. But most importantly, guys, if you don't know what to be, be cool. Be, be cool. cool. Be cool. Be cool. Cheers, 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 guys. Thanks for tuning in. Everyone that tuned in, Sam, Warren, Arjun, Dia, uh, Vods, Vods uh, Pums, 
yeah, thanks a lot, guys. And yeah, check you guys on Thursday. And all the best to the Champions League teams playing to that tonight. And tonight. We had a new guy there as well. What's his name? I saw him, Arsenal fan. You guys keep thinking he's Arsenal fan. Oh, sorry, man. <laughs> sorry. <laughs>